welcome to Taking It Personally, the podcast for heart-led entrepreneurs who have a message to share through their business to positively impact the world. I'm Elle Turner, writer, business mindset mentor, mother and lifelong learner who wants to show you that when business is personal, that's when it can really make a difference, not only in your life, but in the lives of those around you and in the wider world. I'm on a heart-led mission to harness the power of thought leadership, mindset and personal growth to help you express your heartfelt, soul-led message with confidence to the world and grow your own impactful business. So whether you're a coach, a consultant, an author, a speaker, or in any other business, if you have a message to share and a positive impact to make, then here's my number one tip. Join me on this podcast every week and let's find out what we can do by taking it personally. Welcome or welcome back to the podcast where we talk about all things entrepreneurial leadership and mindset so that you can grow your heart-led, impact-driven business and live the life that resonates with you, that's in harmony with you at a heart and soul level. Well, hey there, it's Elle here from lturner.me and I am delighted to bring you another special episode of Taking It Personally today. I have a lovely guest with me. Jenny Jones is an operations consultant who wants to help you be organized and streamlined in your business operations, including with your systems, project management tools, and really optimize that foundation so that you're building and scaling your business on something solid and the proverbial well-oiled machine, really, instead of everything being piecemeal and inefficient and in a bit of a mess, really, which let's face it, doesn't matter how organized we are or like to be or like to think we are, building a business is an iterative process and what you do, what needs systemized, it develops as you go. But there does come a time where you need to be more coherent and more cohesive behind the scenes. So that's what Jenny's going to help us with today. So welcome to Taking It Personally, Jenny, and thank you so much for joining us today on the show. I'm so pleased to have you here. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for having me, Al. I'm really excited to chat today. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it too. And thank you for suggesting such an interesting topic because we're going to dive today into creating sustainability in your business operations to support your business and life, which is a topic that I think is just brilliant for us here and for taking it personally, because as you know, my focus is entrepreneurial leadership development and having streamlined systems, analyzing the right data, strategic planning. They are all key parts of the CEO role. So this is just an ideal topic for us. So why don't we just crack right on how or why does building out your business operations create sustainability for the present and the future of business so I know I feel like that's such a big huge question yeah I know (laughs) (laughs) but I think um I first want to start with kind of what I believe sustainability in your business operations means to me just from what I've seen with working a lot of different clients and I think it really comes down to having workflows and processes that are running and flowing smoothly and efficiently. And what I mean by that is like everyone, like you and your team, like everybody knows what they have to do, how to do it, when to do it, all the good things. And so I feel like when things are running sustainably in your business, that means like you, the founder or slash CEO of the business, um, 
you're not feeling stressed, like anxious and weighed down by your business. Like you have spaciousness and you're not, you don't feel defeated. Like you have that space to create and build a business around your lifestyle and kind of the impact goals that you have for your business and your community. Because, and I really think it just comes down to being thoughtful and how your backend is operating to support that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's really about everybody operating at what they do best. It sounds like from what you're from what you're saying, it's it's really everybody finding the role that they do and operating in that way so that it frees the founder or the owner CEO up to do the creative aspects of the business and the, the service delivery portion that, that is theirs as well. So when you're talking about streamlined processes on the back end, can you give us some examples of what you're what you're meaning? Yeah, so I mean, think about all the kind of activities that you do on a day-to-day in your business, whether it's, you know, onboarding new clients, um, delivering said services to your clients, um, you know, delegating tasks to your team, communicating with, with your team, or how you execute like marketing or PR or launching activities. So you always have a way of doing those things, right? Mm-hmm. And to make them, you know, systemized, like you want to have a set way of doing it every single time. And having that set process in place um, frees up your time and your team's time. Um, you know, there's no cognitive load there and trying to figure out the how of executing something, right? You have your processes to lean on because you already have a set way to ensure that there is, you know, a cohesive way um, of delivering your your services to your clients. There's the same quality of services delivered to your to your clients. You know, mm-hmm. the same quality of communication externally to like partners or whoever it is, and you know, having those documented processes um, frees up your brain space, and you'll have more time, like you said, to kind of execute and critically think about other things in your business that might take more brain power. Absolutely. And I think it actually the spaciousness that you're talking about, the value of that can't really be underestimated. I certainly feel for my own purposes and having having processes, it it can take obviously work on the front end to get them to get your processes streamlined. But the benefit of not having to keep remaking decisions, remaking decisions and remaking decisions and the the actual mental fatigue that comes with that is is priceless really so I'm definitely sold on the value of it but I have to say I wouldn't hand on heart say all my processes are, are um, pristine <laughs> in the back end of the back end of my business even though I do consider myself a very organized person my my business is set up the way that my brain operates and so how would you suggest people start when they are thinking of maybe bringing on a team member to create a process that isn't just something that works for them that's something that's a wee bit more I suppose universal or general where would you start yeah so I would always start with what you currently have Um, I always like to start with the process as is so you already have a way of you know executing some task like whether it's writing and publishing a blog post or something like that and maybe it's an activity you do want to hand over to like a virtual assistant or somebody else on your team. Yeah. So I think you really need to start with documenting how you do it currently and then hand that over to your team and they you can get their feedback and understanding like, hey, is this, they can pinpoint where 
where you are doing certain things in the process and they can identify like, Hey, I don't think that this is working really well. I think that this is a better way of doing it because when you're handing off tasks to your team, you want to make sure that there's like kind of that two way open communication. Like you don't want them to feel like they can't come to you and say, Hey, I think I might have a better way of doing things. You don't want to be stuck in that mindset either. Um, I think, um, you know, growing as a leader, like you need to trust that your team can do things as good or maybe even better than you. And so, you know, handing off things to them, like, yeah, hand it off as you would do it, but give them that space to execute it in a way that, you know, feels better for them. Absolutely. Because it, it goes back to what we were saying earlier about everybody operating at what they do best. The chances definitely are that the VA is going to know better how to streamline a, an administrative process than somebody whose zone of genius, for want of a better expression, you know, that overused expression, but for somebody yeah. whose zone of genius lies elsewhere, the zone of genius of the VA is streamlining processes and doing things in, in the best way. So you definitely want to say, well, this is what I've got at the moment, but please feel free to tell me anything that will make it work better exactly. for, the, for, the, for you, for me, for the business. So I'm a solopreneur. A lot of us are solopreneurs. We haven't got team as yet. How do you know when you need to start hiring team members? What are the telltale signs in either your business or how you're feeling? I think it, you know, if things are feeling like you're just working hours and hours and you're not getting anywhere and you're spinning your wheels, there's clearly things that you're doing in your business that should be handed off to somebody else. And I know this is an activity that everybody hates doing, but tracking your time, tracking all those activities that you are doing, whether it's writing social media content, having scheduling a client call, onboarding a client, having a sales call, prepping for a sales call, document all those little activities, be detailed and, you know, do it for at least a couple of weeks. I think that's going to be a good way to gather that data. Mm -hmm. And from there, you're going to be able to see activities that, like you said, not your zone of genius and maybe you really don't enjoy doing and it's taking up a lot of your time. Like those are definitely areas that you want to think about first getting those processes the way you're doing it documented and so that you have, you know, materials ready to hand off to somebody to prepare you to hire and, you know, train them properly because you don't want to get yourself in a situation where you're like, I just know that I don't have a lot of space and time in my business right now. So I'm just going to hire somebody and, mm -hmm. They're, you're not going to have, you know, core tasks and responsibilities for them. You're just going to randomly assign things to them. And then you're not going to really see that ROI because it's just scattered and unorganized the way that you and this new team member are working together. So. And that's not fair on the team member. Yes, exactly. Either. And yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. You're, yeah, you're going to find that, oh, it, it was like a waste of my time and energy and effort and money or whatever to work with this person. Like it was just a waste of time. But you know, you really got to prepare yourself before working with somebody in your business and handing off pieces that you normally would handle over to them. Yeah, for sure. Because that's the, that, that I would imagine is the quickest way to get no one to want to work with you is to just. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, do, and we definitely don't want that reputation. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, you were talking about when we when we were preparing for for today's conversation. You were talking about leaning on your systems and processes to support you and your team. So, what does what does that mean to you? Yeah. So, what I what I mean by that is kind of going back to having these documented 
processes in your business so that it's not taking over that brain load of figuring out the ways of doing things. So, and what I mean by documenting them and kind of going back to like just what we've been talking about this whole conversation is having SOPs or standard operating procedures. Um, those are just fancy ways of, you know, just training materials of like how to do something step by step, right? Yeah. And when you have those kinds of processes documented, like this is how we onboard a client from A to Z. When you have all those steps listed out and you know like, okay, this step is something that the VA has to do. This is some this is a step that the CEO has to do, or this is a step that the client manager has to take over, right? Mm -hmm. Like when everybody knows exactly what they're supposed to do and when, because it's documented, there's a clear process in place. Like that's just going to save so much time and energy and efficiency. And you know that the client is going to have a feeling and experience of being taken care of. Like they're not going to feel like it's unorganized and coming at them in different ways, right? Yeah. There yeah. is a set way and your team can lean on that. Um, so that's like a huge, huge thing in building that kind of sustainable future-proof business. Absolutely. And I guess as well, you've got the the confidence then that should there be team changes, you're not then scrabbling about because everything's documented and there can be a, a more seamless handover because the the second person will pick up the way that the first person did it and all your team members are going to be operating to the same set of procedures. Yes, exactly. It's keeping up the same quality of standard and, you know, you don't want there to be any disconnect and how services are being delivered to your client, no matter who is on your team, yeah. what is going on in the back end, right? Like you don't want them to feel like you don't have it together that they're not going to be taken care of, right? Yeah, for and sure. Yeah. That's like, yeah, and like a whole, that whole thing of you pointing out, like if there are changes in your team, because I have seen this with clients where they've built businesses that they've handed off like key pieces of their team to a team member and the founder had no idea how this team member was owning or doing things and mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. they were just like, yeah, I trust them to do it. They, they can handle it. But if the team member left and, you know, and it is inevitable, like things will happen and you're going to be left scrambling because you don't have anything documented. You have like no idea how that person was communicating with the client or yep. working with the client. Right. Yep. So you want to make sure that you're creating this team environment and culture where everybody's like, all in with making sure that things are documented, things are going to evolve with your processes because, you know, like we want to create sustainable, future-proof businesses, yeah, right? for sure. I think it's always going back to documenting and knowledge sharing. Yeah, absolutely. And that is part of the taking on the leadership role in business is recognizing the importance of these activities, even if it doesn't necessarily sound as enjoyable as the front end client work or whatever. There has to be there has to be the time carved out in order to um, make sure that the the back end of the business can support the front end as well. So yeah. yeah, this is this is slightly off the the topic that we talked about, but it just occurred to me while you were talking. When you're working with a business owner, can you see where they're maybe being a bottleneck? I'm thinking of when you were talking about that somebody maybe not knowing the way one of their team members is operating and then being left in a difficult situation if that person moves on to another job. So how do you find the balance between knowing exactly what's going on and then being a bottleneck because you're not delegating appropriately? 
I think that's a great question. And I think it comes down to, I think you do need to trust that your team can handle whatever it is. And I think it goes back to creating a environment where you guys are checking in, you know, you're documenting your knowledge and how you're doing things. And you want to emphasize with your team, like the importance of doing this, like why this is a necessary thing and making sure that it's a part of their day-to-day workflow. Like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that like, if they know that they have to take notes after, you know, talking to a client, they need to do that. That needs to be a part of their workflow, right? Mm -hmm. You don't Mm -hmm. want them to be like, oh yeah, it's just in my head or yeah, I know Mm -hmm. it's like an email in my inbox. You want them to take the time to make sure that there is a transfer of knowledge somewhere, whether it's in your project management tool or your client relationship management tool. Like you want to make sure that you're emphasizing with your team why they need to do something because yeah, it, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, I already know it. Like, what's the point of me doing it, right? But mm-hmm. it's because you as a business owner, you don't need to be in the weeds of like every single thing, right? Like you want to be able to take that step out and kind of focus on the things that only you are good at. And you want your team members to focus on the things that they are good at. And yeah. You are trusting them to handle. So I think it's allowing them to do that, do what they're doing, but you don't need to be in every single email or communication right like you can trust that they're doing it but you still need to know you still need to know where to pick up and get the the information if you if you need yeah Yeah. so that goes back to using things in a project management tool like asana or ClickUp, trello whatever Mm -hmm. tool Mm -hmm. fits you best and also if you're talking with clients having a crm that's managing those kinds of communications so that like yeah, if you have like a client services manager or somebody who leaves, like, you know that they had a conversation with this client on this day about this thing, right? Mm-hmm, you want to mm-hmm. make sure that all that kind of knowledge is documented somewhere. So mm-hmm. you don't have to be in the weeds every single day with that. Yeah, but you know the last touch point with the client, it should you need to then yeah. step in. Absolutely, 100%. Exactly. Yeah. So where do you find yourself entering the the process with most business owners? Yeah, so I find that most businesses are coming to me because they are feeling that things are not sustainable. Like they know that things are not running very efficiently and they probably have like a few team members in place, but they're just feeling like, okay, I know that I can do things better, but I don't know how. Right. And that usually comes down to And a lot of times, like, business owners are definitely not documenting their processes. Like, they have no idea how things are done. They're just like, I just know I do this, this, and this, right? Like, whenever it comes up. But them being the bottleneck and holding all that knowledge is obviously not allowing their team to kind of step up and help them with things like helping onboard a client or helping them work with clients. So that's kind of the point where I'm with, where I kind of step in because they, they have a lot of processes, but... It's probably not documented and they know that things are not really running as efficiently as it could be. Right. Okay. And so do you help them document or do you show them what they need to document or what's sort of the first thing you do with a business yeah. owner? Yeah. So the first thing I love to do is just doing an audit of all of your systems and processes, like how you're actually doing things. And from there, I can kind of help identify like what needs to be documented, what needs to be optimized with, you know, maybe automations. And I usually can find that as we're mapping out the processes and documenting them together. And from there, like I can understand and talk to the team and with the CEO, founder, whatever, and 
identify like where things are feeling clunky or not working too well, or maybe there's like miscommunications when things are being handed off between team members, that kind of thing. So I can identify those bottlenecks and help you figure out a better way of doing things. And then we'll create a new SOP, a new documented standard operating procedure so that you and your team know exactly what to do, how to do it, and when. Fantastic. And one thing that I felt when I was earlier on in, in the online space was I heard all the terms about VA and OBM and social media manager, and I wasn't quite sure the order that you would maybe want to hire people in or exactly the sort of de- demarcation, for want of a better word, between what, what all these rules do. Is that something that you advise on as well when you go in? If you're going through processes, would you say, I'm thinking again of solopreneurs this is the process you do. So this is the sort of person you would want to hire. This is the sort of role you would want to hire for. You would want it to be a social media manager, not a VA or vice versa. Is that part of your role as well? Yes. And yeah, definitely for when I'm working with solopreneurs who do not have a team, but they are like on that brink of like, I am so tapped out right now, but I, I don't know what I'm supposed to delegate to whom and you know, who that looks like. And, you know, a lot of the times it is some kind of like, ops, like maybe like an ops assistant or some kind of executive assistant or VA, you know, it has to be some kind of ops based team effort, right? That can Mm -hmm. kind of help with managing the way that things are getting done on the back end. A lot of times, like I never, I personally never think that the first thing you need to hire is like a social media manager, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I think it's somebody that needs to help with the back end of your operation. So always some kind of ops based role is what I see as the first kind of hire. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it kind of goes back to doing that time tracker and understanding what tasks you need to delegate into whom and to kind of help you form, okay, this is the kind of person I need and these are the kind of activities they need to help me with. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, that's just been so interesting, Jenny, listening to to everything you've been saying. And I think it does definitely focus the mind as part of the role of like a CEO in in business because the tendency is to focus on the service provision and the just getting through the day-to-day and it does involve a step back, but a step back for the greater good of the business, a step back for the long term. And if you are wanting to build a sustainable business, at some point you are going to have to address the, the operational processes and make sure that they, there are, they are able to be executed by more than one person. So that is such, such an important topic that we're, that we're talking about today. So thank you for bringing, bringing that to us. And how can people find you? And I'll put some links in the podcast description to let people get in touch with you and find out more about you and the services you offer. How are we best to do that? Yeah. Um, so you can connect with me on LinkedIn or Instagram. Um, those are the social media platforms I am definitely most active on. So just shoot me a DM, happy to chat through kind of problems you're having and maybe figure out a good solution for you. Otherwise, you can just like check out my website, you can check out my services there and reach out directly to me on my contact page. Um, but yeah, it's my DMs are open, so I'm happy to chat through any kind of operational problems you guys are having. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. And the links will be in the podcast description to everything that Jenny mentioned there. So thank you on behalf of everybody who listens to this episode for coming along and, and, and joining us today. Before we finish, I would like to ask you about 
building the business owner because as you'll know that my philosophy is that business is personal and that you need to build the business owner to build the business. So what do you do to build yourself as a business owner? What are your sort of go-to activities to manage your mindset and hone your own leadership skills as the CEO of your business? Yeah, I love that um, because for me too, I have found that building a business is very much a personal development. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So I feel like for me, it's just always learning. Like I love reading books, listening to podcasts like yours, you know, just like on business and development and mindset. Um, and then just learning how to take breaks, you know, go outside and ground myself, take a walk, move my body, that kind of thing. And yeah. Also just developing the leadership in terms of going out and networking and meeting other business owners. And I think that that connection is just, you know, developing your communication skills and helping you understand like, oh, this is what somebody else is doing. And I love, I love learning about other people's businesses. Um, It's just, I find really fascinating. Yeah. Just also expands my knowledge too. So. Yeah, no, that's, that's so true. And the opportunities that we have, we're really fortunate to have such wide wide reaching opportunities with it being the online space with it being a global endeavor yeah yeah, so many opportunities so that's that's fantastic well thank you again jenny for for joining us today and remember to check out the podcast description for links to where you can find jenny online and thank you to you for joining both of us today on taking it personally i hope you enjoyed the episode and we would both love to hear what spoke to you so do get in touch And I will speak to you next week on the podcast. But until then, enjoy your business. Bye for now. Thank you for taking it personally and spending this time with me to talk all things business mindset and entrepreneurial leadership. I so appreciate your desire to have this conversation and join me on my truly heart-led mission. I believe in you. I'm rooting for you and your success always. So join me next time to talk about what we can do by taking it personally.